So welcome to She's a Maverick Podcast. Yes. <laughs> I am here with Mike Fisher. Um, if you don't know who Mike Fisher is, can you introduce yourself real quick? If you don't know who Mike Fisher is, no, not really. Listen, I have a lot of people who listen who don't actually watch Mavs games. That's okay. They're just, they're just supporting me, which I think is nice. Which I think is grand. <laughs> um, yeah, we uh, we cover the Mavericks for many a year now at DallasBasketball.com, which is now affiliated with Sports Illustrated. Yes, awesome. So you can find it at MavsSI.com or just type in DallasBasketball.com, which people have been doing for 20 years. So. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're kind of the godfather of Mavs online. Okay. Um, maybe mostly just because I'm old. <laughs> You're not old. Um, but but here we are, and then of course uh, the chance to to, uh, to be an owner of the Maverick Bar here at sixteen sixteen Hebron that folds into it nicely, and we're having a ball here yeah. watching your Maverick. Yeah, I know it's great. Everyone, come come out and see. <laughs> yeah. Now is come this live? Yeah. Uh, no. Okay, then come out some come other out time. Come out some other time yeah. and buy some drinks and food. There you go. Um, I haven't eaten, but it all smells it's delicious. It's very good, yeah. <laughs> it's, very, it, it's a chef. So. It's a chef, not oh, a cook. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I always appreciate that. I like me some good food. So, Okay, well, I prepared some questions for this bonus pod that we are doing in right. prom- impromptu. This is the bonus pod. round. This is the bonus round. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, okay, so how... Far do you think that the Mavs are going to go this season? Realistically, which I hate that because I'm like they're going to win the championship, obviously. Yeah, but <laughs> but realistically, but realistically, to, for them to jump to 42 wins, uh-huh. which would be a 10, you know, a nine and 10 game jump, right? And be an over 500 team for the first time in forever, forever would be quite something. Yeah, I agree. And so some of my pals at 105 through the fan, they're like 50 wins, 52 wins. <laughs> That's just not. I mean, I'm for it. Yeah, but that's it's not, a not a realistic, realistic especially because they're such a new team. Well, and look at the competition in the West. Yeah, it's ridiculous. If, if you win, if you win 47, you historically you don't even make the playoffs. Yeah, 46. Yeah. So, I I think to be a, if we get to the final month of the season and they're still in contention, mm-hmm. and they end up over 500, we're, we're throwing a mini parade. Oh, for sure. That's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. I like that. You should put the mini parade on. You and Mark Cuban. <laughs> mini parade. Yeah. Mini Mavs. Um, okay, so how did you get into like being a sports insider? Um, I, w- I attended the University of Northern Colorado in Greeley. Oh, okay. I've been there. It's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which is where I went to high school. And then the program director at the local radio station knew me from Slow Pitch Softball. And he said, do you want to come intern? And I had friends nice. that worked at the Greeley Tribune and said, you want to come here? So I, when I was like 18 or 19, I had two jobs. Okay. One in newspaper, one in radio. And then the Broncos came and did training camp in Greeley. Oh, wow. Okay. And, and none of the other old curmudgeons on the staff wanted to do the extra work, and right. I did. Of course, yeah. And then the Broncos went to two Super Bowls, and that raised my profile. Yeah. I, got, I moved to San Francisco. Oh, wow. The 49ers. Went to two Super Bowls. That raised my profile. I got a job here at the Star-Telegram in Fort Worth. Wow. Then the Cowboys went to three Super Bowls, and I thought... So you're just, like, really lucky. It's kind of me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, it really is like anybody in, in any career where they have some level of success. Yeah. It's so much luck. Yeah. And it's so funny to hear, I was a self-made man. No, yeah. No, you weren't. No, you weren't. <laughs> Your parents' DNA... Right, the, the city that you grew up in, yeah, um, what, the, the the friends you made. You're, there's no such thing as a self-made man. Yeah, for sure. It's your environment. I like that. 
Um, what is your favorite thing about being a sports insider in all of this? Well, my in, son being in this world. And so my younger son's 26, and he's in. He's kind of a sales assistant. Okay. And he's doing great. But he goes, Dad. You know, I, I like my job. He goes, Why can't I have a job like you where I love it? It's a good question. <laughs> it's a damn good question. How old are you? Uh, 31. Okay. I'll be and, 32 next month. And it's hard at 31, 32, 26. Yes, it is very hard. To stumble into a job that you're I'm going to do this the rest of my life and I'm going to love it. Especially these days. <laughs> right. So I'm trying to tell him that my world is a is a lucky world. Yeah. And I hope, I know, I hope you find it. I hope he finds it. But that's Thanks, my me thing. Too. <laughs> yeah. And maybe you are finding it. Maybe I am. But, uh, but I get to go to games. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's my my family. All my family are plumbers and stuff, and it's it's grand. Yeah. But I didn't want to be a plumber, and I could have you know. But for one little DNA molecule, I would be a plumber. Right. I'm sure I'd be a happy plumber and a fine one. <laughs> yeah. But that's why you know those my brothers work. Right. I don't work. This is just fun. You just have fun. Yeah. yeah. Which is great, really. <laughs> so you're from Colorado originally. I grew up in Minnesota. So I'm a Viking fan. Then we were when I was 13, we moved to Colorado. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> it's really you know Vikings Cowboys coming up. So yeah. Um, so I've got relatives coming from Minnesota. That nice. You know, hey, we're gonna come to Colorado. We're gonna come to Texas. And, okay, well, good. There's a hotel right down the street. <laughs> we got a lovely. Um, the Omni is lovely. Oh my god, <laughs> you're so nice. <laughs> yeah, real nice. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, okay, so what do you think about? Sports female podcasters. Yeah, I think what what's or happened, I guess reporters or whatever. Yeah, know. what's happened with the Houston Astros mm-hmm. and the assistant general manager who said he didn't say sexist things exactly. Right. He said, you know, nana nana boo boo. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, I hear that a lot from dudes. Yes. <laughs> um, that that's that attitude is not unique. Right. No, no for it, sure. It, it is. My wife says this all the time about the what general. It's a man's world. It is, yeah. You know, still uh, now we're 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 getting better, right? Uh, but but I think the, the women that I know that are successful mm-hmm. haven't done it. They, they've used their tools right. the same way men have. My old thing is like, okay, so if if there's a guy that the the, the okay the, when the Cowboys drafted Chido Awuzie, uh-huh. okay, he went to the University of Colorado. Well, don't think I didn't go right up to him and say, "Hey, I'm from Colorado too." Yeah, of course. I used what I had, yeah. so it, there's it's no different than than women doing that. So if that means a woman is charming, uh-huh. or she's from Colorado, or she's smart, or she's attractive, yes, use it because men use it. I know. Why do you think my face is on Twitter? I'm, I'm adorable. Saying, I'm <laughs> saying. Why do you think my face isn't? <laughs> no, you're adorable. Thank you. And, and so, like, I'm I'm all for. Who's best? Right. And frankly, um, because a woman can bring a different angle and a different sentiment. That's what I all, said. Uh, sometimes a woman might be best. Yeah, yeah. So, so you don't think it's going to be like a bad thing for for sports or anything? I think that we make fun of women. Men make fun of women, mm-hmm. like sideline reporters, right? Because my husband happens to do that. Okay, and that's because <laughs> he grew up. With a man's voice being the, yeah. the resonant, authoritative voice, right? So it's not his fault. Yeah, that's you know that's what he's used to. If you're my, you know, when I was a little kid, Walter Cronkite was the voice, right? 
But that doesn't mean he has to be the only voice. Right. Okay. That was a very good perspective. Thank you. Um, all right. What do you think that the Mavs' biggest strength is right now? They have two potential stars, <laughs> but not star. Uh, not. I mean, they're stars because they're big names. Because we love them. They're not LeBron. No. True. They're not. They're not Kawhi, <laughs> and they're not Harden. Right. And, and so I love the I love the idea that Luca's Luca can be Harden, mm-hmm. that Luca can be Kawhi, that Luca can be LeBron. I guess. Yeah. And I love the idea that Porzingis could be AD. He could be Paul George. Right. He could be uh, Westbrook. But they're not yet. Right. They got to get there. So it's a strength, but it's strength with patience. Right. Potential. Potential Very much strength. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. And what do you think is their biggest weakness this well, season? This is my. I mean, I've said this a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I do this on the radio on 1053 The Fan. I do it on DallasBasketball.com. I do it on my fancy YouTube channel. I did one. Uh, I don't think I posted it tonight. This idea that the NBA now it's just two stars. You yeah. don't need three stars. Yeah. Man, if you had three stars, think how much better you'd be with a team with two stars. Right. And as we just discussed, the Mavericks have two potential stars. Yeah. They don't even have really two established, yeah, locked in stone stars. So the weakness is who's the third best player here? Okay. Got to figure that out. Patrick Beverly sense. is the third best player with the Clippers, and you wanted him, you didn't get him. Yeah. Danny Green is the fourth best player for the Lakers. You wanted him, you didn't get him. Yeah. Clint Capella, not everybody knows this, the Mavericks wanted to trade for him okay. in the spring-summer. He's the third best player in Houston. You didn't get him. So those teams have third best players and fourth best players that you wanted. Right. And you didn't get. Your third best player is? Who? Wait to see. Uh, it. it it, I think it's going to change night tonight. Yeah, and it's a funny. It's the old funny line about football. Mm-hmm. Well, we got three good quarterbacks. We really like. Yeah. If you have three quarterbacks, then you have zero quarterback. Yeah, that's true. If you have seven guys that are our third best player, then you don't have a third best player. I that makes sense. Do you think that there's anyone that you see on the Mavs that we could potentially build to be our third best player? It'd be fun. Or if, just everyone. It'd be fun if Jalen Brunson. Okay. It'd be fun. I see that. Yeah. Uh, it'd be fun if DeLon Wright, mm-hmm. who's never been a full-time starter in his NBA life, yeah. would suddenly be that. But I think you, you might be a, you know, an acquisition away. Right. You know, we might have to wait till February or next summer to find a way someone. to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just want to point out that when we sat down, our score was way below. Like now, we were losing. And now we're in it. And everyone was like, "Okay, you're doing the pod now, so we now better have an hour ahead." We were getting killed. So I guess you and I are just lucky together. That's what and I'm we have say. to continue to do this yeah. podcast for the next three hours. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sounds good. I don't know if I can come up with that much to ask you. But, um, okay, so how long do you think it's going to take Luca and KP to start meshing, like, together or even the whole team? How nice is it that they're friends? It's aw- so great. Because it so doesn't great. have to be you that way. They, um, I heard that they speak Spanish See? on the court so no one... Like other players don't necessarily know what they're talking about. Correct. Which I was like, that and, is smart. And, a, and a bunch of other guys. Yeah, and the whole freaking team speaks Spanish. Apparently, uh, <laughs> it's. And I don't want. I don't think Maybe we I should, should take this Spanish. for granted. See, <laughs> you shouldn't take for granted because not every team has that. No, I agree. Yeah. And if you don't have it, you got nothing. Yeah. And so the fact that these two guys have embraced each other, what if they didn't? 
I know. That would be rough. Just pretend this in this imaginary, crappy world. What if they were rivals? Right. What if they were fighting for the ball? Right. What if they were fighting for the same girl? What if they were all all the crap that can happen? Mm -hmm. And especially if you're 24 and 20. Yeah. (laughs) And and we've got none of that. Yeah. And so the fact that they have forged a brotherhood of sorts. By the way, Cuban Donnie, uh, Carlisle, JJ, give, Mm -hmm. give credit to the... To the fiber of the organization. Yeah. yeah. You know, I was going to say, that's one of the things I love. That's actually part of the reason I'm a Mouse fan is because I love the whole organization because the whole freaking place is like that. Doesn't make you it know? perfect. No, not at all. You know, it doesn't mean the front office scandal wasn't a front office oh, scandal. For it sure. was. Yeah, for sure. But, but I mean, they dealt with it quickly and, you know, in, in a good way, I, I think. I think they dealt with it sincerely. Yes, exactly. And if you don't know Cuban, you'll, you'll, you don't understand. I've been friends with Mark Cuban since before he was... Mark Cuban. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 19, we, 19, gosh. I'm trying to think what year this was that we were at age. the Super Bowl. <laughs> but, 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 you know, when he was a millionaire, yeah. not a billionaire. Yeah, for sure. Oh, ni- like 1995. Okay. Okay, he used to come up to my radio station at uh, KLIF and tinker with chords and stuff to create a way to listen to University of Indiana basketball. Wow. That's where I met him. He was in the next room while I was doing my show. That's so cool. And so, I I mean, I can testify. Not that he's mistake-proof. No. No one is. And that's what I think part of the issue with fans are, is they're like, well, they need to be held to a higher standard. I'm like, he's still a person. Right. And in the case of Cuban, he's a person who looked around and said, holy balls, I really didn't... Didn't see it. Yeah, he missed it. Which forced from the tree. Yeah, he was in the middle of it. Yeah. Um, this idea that well, wait a minute, Cuban was friends with that guy. Of course, he was friends with that guy. Yeah. They work together every day. Yeah. So, but uh, also people <clears throat> like that are really good at hiding their crappiness sometimes. Right. Or so. frankly, listen, I'm I'm selling a million dollars with ten million dollars worth of real estate. Mm-hmm. You tolerate me a little bit more little bit, for your real yeah, estate yeah. company. That's true. So there's that too. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I believe that Cuban, knowing him as I do, that that he sincerely looked around and said, "We really need to clean that up." Yeah. Meanwhile, that didn't impact the culture of the basketball yeah. side of the building, which, of course, Dirk Nowitzki is the, the centerpiece of. Yeah. And continues him. to be. Yes, love him. Um, I don't know Cuban like you do, obviously, but I did meet him at a game once. Yeah. I love that guy. Hey, he's fine. I love him. He's fine. Um, and I love Dirk, of course. Who can't? I mean, who? <laughs> we uh, if only, um, you know, if only there was another dirt. I know. And Lucas, you know, Close. The, the the passing of the torch, yeah, is working. Yeah, I mean, he said, "What did he say?" He was like, "He liked to follow in Dirk's footsteps and stay okay. with the team." And I was right. like, "What?" I thought he meant when he said that that I'd like to follow in Dirk's footsteps as a person. Yeah. But what he meant was. Yeah. I want to play 21 years in Dallas. Probably he probably means both, which would be great Absolutely. because I think Luke is a really good dude too. I mean, obviously he's young, but and definitely still has room to make mistakes because he's 20 years old, and yeah. we all do. So far, so in good. Our 20s, so far, so good. Yeah, so far, so yeah. good. And if he if he wants to emulate Dirk in either way, I think that's a great. If my sons told path. me I want to emulate Dirk, yeah, that, uh, that's fine by yeah, me for yep. sure. <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay. What other what other piece, if any, which I'm sure, and you kind of already answered this. Do you think that the Mavs need to take them to the, like the next level and win a championship? Yeah, I don't have a name, but you know, a February trade. Yeah. And I and, and championships. A third too much. best player. Yeah. 
Yeah. But um, if, if I'm if I'm close to playoff contention in February, and, and they should be, then I'm I'm going to shoot my shot. Yeah. I just think I, I think what Lucas said about you know we need to make the playoffs, we will make the playoffs, we must make the playoffs. What he's saying is the maturation of the organization now mm-hmm. needs this is this is time. It's yeah. A, it's it's been long enough. Yeah. The time is now. And so I would if I if I'm the Mavericks, I would shoot my shot. Yes. In February, and maybe even overpay, overpay to get better quicker. Yeah, that makes sense. I think that's, that's that makes sense. Um, all right, that's all the questions that I prepared. Those are good questions. But thank you, thank you. <laughs> very good. Thanks. I'm very so what, new. At so, this. what's your background? What's your thing? Oh my, my your real thing. thing. Oh, um, my real thing. Um, I my real thing is I grew up all over the place. Yeah. And ended up in Lubbock, Texas. All right. <laughs> I was in the Marine Corps. Very good. Um, and now I'm just trying to figure out what the heck I'm going to do. Because I actually, so I went to the Marine Corps, and then after I got out, that's when I went to school. So I have an associate's in public relations and a bachelor's in business management. Because I was good. like, I can do anything with either of those. Um, if you were in the Marines, you can do anything. That's true. Thank that you. That really Thank is you. true. That is true. <laughs> Pretty much. Touche. You sound yeah. like my dad. Good. Um <laughs> Um, yeah, so I just graduated in June, actually, and I'm trying to figure out what... All right, and you're married. I am married. What's he do? Um, he is an, he's an IT for Texas Tech Credit Union. Very good. So he loves it, um, and they're actually helping him get his master's right now. Lovely. So, All right, yeah. well, I appreciate your uh, yeah. your contributions to the community. <laughs> Thanks. We and, and welcome to the community. Thank you. I appreciate it so much. Thank you for letting me, um, you know, interview you. Right, and thanks it. for letting us all come hang out at your bar. Yeah, it's fun. My pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Follow me. Rate me. Review me. I'll see you on the next spot. <laughs>